Hey, thanks so much for pulling up a chair and joining us for Dinner Table Talks. We have a lot to talk about. You can always learn more and help us spread the word all across social media. Check out at our Dinner Table Talks on Facebook and Instagram. And for you Twitter users, at dinner underscore talks. Visit our website at dinnertabletalks.com or shoot us an email at talk at dinnertabletalks.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Dinner's ready. Hello and welcome to Dinner Table Talks. Pull up a chair. There is plenty to talk about. My name is Joe Hilliard and I'm here with, of course... Aislinn Campbell. And you are here at episode one because of one of two reasons. You like to start at episode one whenever you find a new podcast. Or, more likely, we asked you to come to episode one to find a little bit more out about us and what this podcast is all about. Now, Aislinn, you and I, I told you this earlier, we were in the car headed to the grocery store together and I said this, our relationship is based on all of the things you expected to be love companionship loyalty parenting but food is in there and that's kind of why we started this podcast yeah food is definitely been a central point of our relationship since the very very beginning and it's always been a central part of my particular life when we talked about doing a podcast and it's going to be a couple's podcast we thought, what would, what would be a good topic that we could do that we would get to talk about everything we would want to talk about right. that matches us, matches our personalities, and that would fit us in everything that we love? What is the umbrella under which you and I doing a podcast together makes any sense at all? Yeah. And that's where this idea came from. I said, how about if we do something that's like where we talk about our dinner table conversations or, you know, just kind of working that out the dinner table, you know, you know how, you know how at our table, we always like the kids, we want them to sit at the table and we always talk and you know how we, you know, that we do all these different food things in our lives. And when we travel, food is the number one thing. And when we go with family, it's always about meals and dinner and, and, and I think it's because not only do we love food, but we love to talk and we love the social dynamics that we bring to the table. And so one of the ways we thought that it would be fun to, you know, just do a little bit of research and see if there's some writings out there. And of course there is. And of course you can find lots of writings about why this is the right way to raise your family. Of course, it's common sense. Right. So bring your family to the table in a blended family like we are. If you're in a blended family, you are going to want to have opportunities to bring all the kids together and kind of figure out how to make that all work. And that's kind of where we started. But I found this amazing article that I think is even better. It, it speaks even more highly of what the dinner table talk and the dinner table is all about. It's from The Atlantic and it's called Why We Eat Together. Communal dining is a quintessential human experience. Would you agree? Of course. Just immediately. From the business lunch to taking someone out on their first date out to a restaurant to go on, go on, go on, eating together and the conversations that come from that comfortable, your, all of your defenses are down experience are some of the best conversations and meals that you can have. Exactly. And so I, I kind of want to, you know, read a little bit of this article to you because I just thought it, it really said a lot about us and where we're going to come from and what you're going to see. Between us and our ancestors who tore apart their half-raw, half-burnt meat with their teeth, or the women of Mesopotamia who ground flour to bake bread, food traditions have piled up and up. Food is no longer a matter of survival, nor is it purely about power. It confers the status and identity with which we distinguish ourselves from others 
and at the same time gives us the sense of community we seek That's community. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, what is probably a top thing I talk about all of the time, everywhere I go in all of the public speaking I do and anything else. Right. It's always community. Those who eat as we do have a connection with us. So like-minded people, family, people we work with. Uh, a church picnic, a work picnic. Mm-hmm. They are as we are. Mm-hmm. It's a comfortable, safe place to talk to people that are like us. Right. So then they use this catchphrase, which I think about because we yell it down the hall to four kids or have over the last seven years, dinner's ready. And that says to you, we're about to eat. So drop whatever you're doing. Right. The call represents the most important moment of the day. And I mean, this podcast, I mean, we're going to call you to the table. We're going to tell you dinner's ready. Come to the table. This is what we're eating. And this is what we want to talk about. Yeah. And it's not just the family meal. And of course, I mean, you can speak to it. We blended this family, and you and I have been together for seven years. We live here in Corpus Christi, Texas, we should mention, down at the end of I-37, right on the Gulf Coast, the most beautiful city in Texas. We'll talk about that, I'm sure, a lot. <laughs> We've built our family around a, a table, making, Absolutely. making great food. And, and in a little while, I'm sure you'll talk a little bit about your background and why mm-hmm. the, the food that we eat is so great and why it's important that we do. But it's not just that. I recall a meal that you and I had with two of our best friends here in town uh, recently, and they invited us out to dinner, and we went through the whole thing about where do we want to eat, and we should go to this place or that place or this place or that place. And I should mention the he of the of the couple is a restaurateur and one of the finest restaurateurs here in Corpus Christi. And I said, well, the best restaurant's yours. And he said, you know what? What I'll do is I'll cook a meal for us at the restaurant. We'll take it out to our house, their house, and we'll dine. And we were treated to one of the best meals. But Aislinn, it's not just that. It's the comfort of the meal. It's the comfort of their home and being able to just relax into fantastic conversation. I'll remember that conversation for the rest of our lives. Well, and you have seen, and as we imagine that the Italians, the Sicilians have the idea of a family table. I think that in a lot of restaurants, they even will actually have a space that is, that table is the family's table and whoever the chef and his family or whatever, it comes to the table. So that even that concept, Gosh, one of the things we did or we have done for your birthday a couple of times has yeah. been the salon. Mm-hmm. And and what is a salon? I mean, I saw it in a movie the first time, but you described it to me. What is a salon? I was like, for my birthday, I want to go to one of our favorite restaurants, invite all of our friends, and they have to bring a creative pursuit to the party. Mm-hmm. And if they're not comfortable doing that, it is not a requirement. But we had a family that played uh, string instruments. We had people bring art. We had, I mean, it was on and on and on right. and on. You get around the table with a delicious meal with a meal that you've put love and care into or a meal that you have decided to go get at a restaurant, for example. You and I do a fantastic every other Tuesday lunch group, which I'm sure we'll talk about in an upcoming episode. Food, community, being able to just settle in, get Mm -hmm. real with your family, get real with your friends. We have thrived on that for as long as we've known each other. And so it only made sense. How do we translate that into a podcast? And I think we've come up with a pretty great idea. Yeah. And as I'm flipping through this article, it's talking about the the memories that we make there and becoming aware of who we are and this idea of the solidarity at the table. And then, and then the things that you come across in a table. And even as I'm thinking about the salon or the family table with our Italian friends, our Sicilian friends, that, that we're going to have 
conversations about childhood tragedies and someone at the table is going to be calmed by the meal and we're going to relive the, those youthful moments. I know those will come often and we'll learn about something that someone dislikes. I mean, if just even when you're talking about food, that, oh, I can't stand liver, you know, that kind of thing. Or you're going to have a touch too much wine or a touch too much beer and laugh and laugh and laugh. And laugh and laugh and laugh. And you're going to talk about teenage love, which we can guarantee you. And we're going to be sad and someone's going to pass away. And you're going to have a, gosh, I grew up in the Methodist tradition. And that was almost a joke about the Methodists was that we were going to bring a potluck to everything. But every single family burial that I have been involved in has always had food. a big food potluck yeah. dinner kind of thing. And you're going to get into, in my family, everybody's family, you're going to get into debates about everything, choices oh, and God. careers <laughs> and politics and Religion I mean, just and... everything. And so I always felt like, and always wanted to make it feel like, and I think there were some times that it maybe wasn't that way in certain situations where the family dinner table is a safe place to Sh talk. It should be. Right. And you can talk about anything. Now, that doesn't mean that you're going to hear every family table conversation that we have no. in this podcast. Impossible. Because a lot of them are not for you. Well, it, it certainly is impossible, but a lot of those stories are not for the, the public. That's they're true. for our home and you're they're right. for the safety of our home. Or when we go to lunch group or when we go out to eat with our friends or when we come together in order to have a meal, sometimes... It's not for public consumption, and that's an important part of the, the puzzle. And I think that there's a, there is a high level of trust in that we're bringing you fun stories, and they're going to include the characters in our life, but we are not, but our characters, our family, our loved ones trust us to be safe with the stories so that they continue to keep wanting to come to the dinner table with True. the stories. True. Yeah. So you're going to so. hear about some, uh, the food that we eat. You're going to hear our favorite meals of the week. You're going to hear our favorite conversations of the week. And then we're going to have an interactive portion with you when we ask you in our various social media outlets and ways to get in touch with us to, to tell us your stories as well. Now, mm -hmm. we have been together for seven years. We are a blended family. When I first moved back to where we live, Corpus Christi, Texas, I began getting involved in the local media scene. I had a radio program for a while until that station decided to change formats to all sports and all the talk people went away. I wrote a uh, column for the local newspaper about Corpus Christi and things to do here because about 2010, I started a Facebook page and then a website called 40 Things to Do in Corpus Christi where I talk about and, and promoted everything that there was to do here, including Aislinn a food component, the best right. restaurants, yep. why do the best restaurants, no chain restaurants, that's kind of a thing that you and I are into. Yep. If you're going to eat local, where do you get the best shrimp, where do you get the best tacos, where do you get the best this, that, this, that, this, that. We have talked about food. You've gotten involved since in that. Since the beginning. Yeah, that, since, those were our first conversations. I like to actually always tell people that our first argument was over whether a restaurant in town was actually a local restaurant or not. Because right. my understanding of that restaurant was it was actually a chain from Houston. I remember. And, and, and that was an interesting first look at that kind of stuff. And then it went into my interests. And my stuff has always been about health and community and food. Right. Um, and I've dealt with some health issues. Most of my life, I have dealt with different kinds of health issues that often I managed to find relief in when it came to my diet, but also my community and the way that I interact with nature and all of those types of things. And so I discovered 
that there was some missing components to the community that I lived in. You couldn't get the food that you needed for the lifestyle choices that you made about the food that you desired. Right. I even considered leaving my community because I didn't have access to the lifestyle and the food and the the diet, the things that I needed. And so I began solving some of those problems for myself and my family and then began to understand that my desire to participate in a community and to make a community a better place to live for everyone meant that I would have to work to try to extend that to the community. Well, you and I would travel from the very beginning of our relationship, and we'd travel to cities north of Corpus Christi, Austin, San Antonio, and farther, and we're just blown away by options that existed there that didn't exist here. And you came back, and if I may say, said, I'm going to create those options here. Well, for myself and everybody. It certainly got increasingly more of that over the years. It, it certainly started with just the idea of wanting to have access to the most fresh vegetables and, you know, pasture-raised chicken and clean meat, clean, clean meat mm-hmm. and good eggs. And, and, and those were all things that in the beginning, you know, we could solve those problems ourselves very, very easily. But over the years, as we traveled, I began to understand there were really some things that, that, that I could bring to the community or I could work to try to develop in the community. And, it, you know, ultimately, it, it's always going to come down to the community's responsibility to hold that, you know, and, and strengthen that and keep it alive. But I did my part to kick it off and get it going. And, and really what it all comes down to and what this podcast will be about is that same kind of communal, healthy food relationship that we have created at the dinner table. This first episode if you're starting here, is not indicative of every episode. In every episode, you're going to hear, like I said earlier, our favorite food that we've eaten over the week and the best conversations that we've had, like I said, with an interactive element for you to get involved in that conversation. Yeah, and we are so excited to be able to share some great stories. We look forward to making you laugh. We will laugh, and we hope you'll laugh along with us. I'm actually really looking forward to what this podcast will bring to our relationship and will how it will further the love of our family and our community. I think it's going to be therapy. You said that. So this is our couples therapy. Well, we should also mention that I've got a podcast that you aren't involved in. You've been a guest on. It's called Beer and a Movie. You can find it anywhere that you look for podcasts. And you said, how can we do one ourselves? I said, we have to come up with an idea. I mean, we can't just get on the, we can't just get on the microphone and talk. Well, and I think also, because I ended up being a guest at the podcast not too long ago. And you did a great job. And I did a great job. You did. And I think, I think Joe finally got to see uh, where it could really work with oh, us come together. Oh, That's not fair. I think it might be the truth. You, I have a good radio I am voice. Your, I'm your biggest fan. You have a great radio voice. I'm your biggest fan. We're capable of talking and not okay. talking over each other all the time. I don't want to do therapy right now, so let's Are just you say... Certain? Yeah, I am. I think you do. So let's just say thank you for joining us, and we will always have a seat for you at our dinner table, and you can join us at our dinner table talk. Hey, thank you again for joining us at our dinner table. If we said during this last episode that we'd share something with you, you can find it at our Dinner Table Talks on Facebook and Instagram. And if you're on Twitter, it's dinner underscore talks. Visit our website at dinnertabletalks.com for all of the latest information and send us an email there at talk at dinnertabletalks.com. We so look forward to hearing from you. See you next week.